Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, How to Raise Christian Children. The Bible gives wonderful instruction on how to raise Christian children in these days, and the principles given in God's Word are simple yet profound. The points given throughout this week's lesson will also be simple yet practical. Raising children can be one of life's greatest trials, but can also yield some of life's greatest rewards. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Number two. Number two. Take your Bibles and turn to 1 Timothy chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3. And, and if you think that this, this point is easy for me to preach, think again. Just the opposite. Just the opposite. Because I know how cynical people can be. But the next point is support your church. And, and I realize how self-serving that can sound. But I'm the guy preaching. Someone's got to do it. So I'm just going to say it. Support your church. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. Paul tells Timothy, But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God. Now watch this. The pillar and ground of the truth. The church is the pillar and ground of the truth. I had a homeschool guy tell me one time. We homeschooled all three of our kids. My wife and I still head up the, uh, the homeschool group. I don't know why. We probably just haven't been able to find anybody else willing to do it. So here we are. We're still doing it. I'm great with homeschooling. I love it. But uh, uh, this guy made the statement that uh, uh, the home is more important than the church because God created the home before he created the church. I thought, okay. I thought about that for a second. And then I said, well, let me ask you a question. What did he create before he created the home? And he didn't know where I was going with that. I said, uh, he created the earth first. So maybe the environmentalists are right. The earth was here before the family. The Bible says the church is the pillar. And by the way, it's an issue of degrees. Is the family important? Sure it is. It's where we live. Is the church important? Sure it is. Nations rise or fall on the strength or weakness of the church. So to say one's more important than the other is a ludicrous discussion. But I'm having that discussion because we got people running around going, well, the family's more important than the church because it was here first. Folks, the Bible says the church is the pillar and ground of the truth. And you need to support your church or you're cutting yourself off at the knees. Well, we just have, now, I realize I'm preaching to the choir because we're all here this morning. But I hear this, well, we'll just have church at home. Yeah, you're a great pastor, aren't you? Hmm? Anybody can do this. Heck, you only work one hour a week. Don't just attend. Don't just participate, but support. Be enthusiastic. We get to go to church. 
Not, oh my God, it's Sunday morning again. How did this happen? Your kids can detect that spirit. So whether you like to go to church. Now, do you like to go to church? Do you love to go to church because the church is perfect? No. No. If you're looking for the perfect church, you missed it again. Every church has got its warts. But you need to support your church. Even little comments can help or little comments can be damaging. I remember one time, I'll just they say confession is good for the soul. I don't even know if I should tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this. One time the kids were in a car and I got a ticket. I got pulled over. I got a ticket. And you know, some tickets you feel like, yeah, I deserve that. And some tickets, I don't know. I, this one I just didn't feel like I deserved. And I got this ticket, and we started to drive off, and, you know, I was all polite to the police officer. But then I started grumbling, and I called him a tax collector. Now, I didn't tell this to his face. <laughs> I had more sense than that. And then I got thinking about what I had said. And that was one of those times I had to apologize to my kids and tell them Dad was wrong. The policeman was right. I went over the speed limit. Support your church. Support your church. Support your church by being there. Support your church by being there enthusiastically. Support your church by giving. Support your church in your stewardship of time and talent and treasures. Make it exciting at your house. You know, we tried to make Faith Promise and Missions Conference and Missions Giving an exciting time for our kids. We encouraged them to do it. Oh, our kids, when they were real little, would pledge, you know, 10 cents a month, things like that, as they got a little bit more money. And what was neat about it is they would, they would see the different ways in which God enabled them to give that. Make it an exciting time. I get to get involved in missions. I don't got to be involved in missions. I get to do it. By the way, when I die, I'm leaving it all behind. I said to my wife the other day, she was looking at a pair of shoes. She said, those are a little expensive. I said, buy them. I says, we're probably going to die with a little money in the bank. Buy them. But you know, investing in missions, you can send it ahead. My tithe, my missions, my giving over and above. Make it, make it an exciting time. By the way, God enabled our church this year. We pledged in for right around $550,000 to missions. We have given already $598,000, and the month isn't over. I'm excited about that. In a way, we get to put our hand on the plow with those that are plowing the field and sowing the seed all over the world. It's an exciting time. Support your church. Support your church. Give, attend, volunteer, help. Use your talents. You say, well, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't play the piano and sing. We, we heard a good special this morning, and, and maybe you're not gifted to preach, or maybe you can't do electrical work, but, but you can take a turn in the nursery. Amen. You can be faithful. Amen. 
You can come to church and you can smile. Amen. And by the way, thank you for your smiles this morning. I got this right here. I told my class. You might be wondering why I'm wearing a smiley face. The first answer is one of my grandkids gave that to me. Enough said there. Your grandkid gives you something, you wear it. The other thing is, this guy smiles a lot better than me most of the time. But you can be there. You can pray. You can smile. You can be a blessing to someone else. You can give. You can volunteer. Support your church. Support your church. I wish we had the time this morning. And maybe what I need to do is just break out a message. No, take your Bibles and go to, go to number 16. We got a few minutes here. Numbers chapter 16. That's the positive side of it. Let me show you the negative side. And you need to be careful with this. Numbers chapter 16. Numbers chapter 16 is a sad chapter. It's the story of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram and their rebellion and how God dealt with the situation. You could say that Korah, Dathan, and Abiram were classic scorners. And you know what people fail to do in this area of supporting their church? They fail to look at the fruit in the life of a scorner. You look at the first three verses here and you see rebellion. The Bible says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Korah, Dathan, and Abiram had frustrated ambition. And they rebel. Look at verse 11. Look at verse 11. They're taking shots at Moses, but they're also taking shots at Aaron. They're also taking shots at Aaron. Look at verse 18. They're presumptuous. When God offers the test, when God offers the acid test, they are presumptuous. They come with their censors. And then look at verses 24, 25, and 26. Moses warns them, get up. Get up from about them. Get away from them, lest ye be consumed in their sins, verse 26. And then look at verses 32 through 35. The lesson here is pretty obvious. Don't hang with a scorner. Don't hang with a scorner. Support your church. Don't hang with a scorner. You are putting your family at risk when you adopt someone else's gripe. You are putting your family at risk when you adopt someone else's gripe. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, How to Raise Christian Children by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael has encouraged us to be real with our children, but to also be loving. It may seem like a difficult balance to be real and be loving at the same time when we ourselves aren't perfect. But that's the beauty of the Word of God, which gives example after example of people who have messed things up only to find the outstretched arms of their Savior waiting to forgive them. We're not perfect. Our children aren't perfect. But thanks be to God that we have a Savior, Jesus Christ, who is perfect, 
and who is with us every step of the way as we endeavor to raise Christian children in a difficult time. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tbbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday school, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.